Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Central District Podcast. This is Episode 7. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sam. Hi, and I'm Nate. I'm the uh, the other host, I guess. That makes me 50% <laughs> of this deal. 50%. Uh, we got another topic for you today. Uh, another mountain bikey, trendy sort of thing. We're going to talk about tires and how they're getting wider. And then uh, we'll kind of finish it up with some tubeless talk. So, uh, you know, tires have have historically been fairly skinny for mountain biking what would you say is the average like two on 10 two years two. ago yeah. yeah that would have been you a know. wide tire even like yeah one nine to 2.1 anything now. above two inches a, a while ago was considered a wide tire but now i mean not only do we have bigger rims with the 29 inch uh a craze but we also have tires that are getting wider uh in your opinion why do you feel that that is uh, is occurring I think we're we're seeing a non-race kind of influence. It's more of a trail ride influence. Yes. Um, and maybe a little carryover from um, the maybe the enduro style of racing, but aggressive riding. Right. Aggressive riding. Mm-hmm. Aggressive riding. You know, and that's where a wider tire. So what are the the benefits of a wider tire versus skinnier tire, if I might be wondering, is typically your contact patch. Like your contact with the ground is 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 better. It's a bigger square area, uh, so that gives you better traction overall. And that definitely plays into a more aggressive riding style. You can push your bike a little bit harder, a little bit faster, and then lean into corners more aggressively, hit more chunkier terrain, and have confidence and stability because uh, those tires are just going to find that traction. So, And that, and not dissimilar from like fat biking where mm-hmm. you have a big uh, low-pressure, high-volume tire. Same thing with a wide, wide, wide tread mountain bike tire. Is tire. It, it is offering... A level of passive suspension as it that tire has like is able to undulate to the terrain mm-hmm. a little better and as more people go to carbon hoops um, carbon wheel sets are much stiffer than an alloy and you can start to feel that input back on your handlebar that stiffness right because i mean i was explained a while ago when i was talking to uh, to a very good friend his name's alex herzl up in the up about you know just some of the physics that's going on while you're riding while you're riding a mountain bike and the tires are the first thing that you hit something and it's the tires job is the first thing that has to disperse that that impact force. Then it goes up into your fork. Then it goes up into your frame. Then finally, it kind of goes through your body. Like that's how the force is distributed. But the tire and the wheel take the force first always because they are the ones that are actually contacting the object. So having a higher volume tire, more air in there, typically more air, you can run a lower pressure. You get that better contact patch. And you get the benefits of right less shock and force through the entire bike, which is less force and shock through your body. And I mean, just one one footnote or aside mm-hmm. is um, we're generally talking about a, a tubeless setup, correct? Um, which is kind of ubiquitous now, um, mm-hmm. and so that also changes the shape of your contact patch, where on an a tire with a tube, it's more of a round profile, but, you know, depending on the width of the tire, somewhere between the contact patches, like, you know, like a 
a penny to a quarter size, depending mm-hmm. on the tire. Now, when you go tubeless, your contact patch turns to an oval, and now you start to see the tire, the Chevron style tires, also pushed to the forefront along with wide tread. Yeah. Um, you, so there is drag, but because it's a bigger tire. But I would argue that it's more because of the weight. It's a bigger tire. It right. Weighs it's more. just more rubber. Right. It's more material there. Yeah. So. And with tubeless, you can run a lower pressure. There's a. Um, and then you can get all the benefits of that oval contact patch that will match up with that w- a better match with a wide tread tire. A wide tread tire, right? And it, more stability in all forms of riding, whether it's whether it's going you know straight line speed, hitting chunky stuff, you know like tearing up a corner, really leaning your bike over, like it's just going to equate to stability across all types of riding, and stability can equate to raw speed. If you're more confident and you're pushing your bike harder, you're probably going faster. Sure, and you know. the traction police mm-hmm. or you know comes right in in the line mm-hmm. with that. Exactly. You know, you can push your bike a lot harder into a section and and come out on top. Now we're not saying there is still definitely a place for a skinny tire. If you're counting grams, if you're uh, a real racer type. I mean, right? Skinnier tires. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that riding like a two point two is unstable. Not what we're trying to portray. Uh, but you know, you, I feel you do lose some of that that contact and some of the overall, you know, some stability to an extent. But if you're picking lines well and you're, you know, you're riding the, what you're you're capable of, um, there's definitely a place for a skinnier tire. Oh yeah, tire. and mm-hmm. it, you're right. It's the whole key thing there is. Mm-hmm. Your line picking becomes a little more critical, mm-hmm. um, because the tire just doesn't have the that weight. Also, adds a rotational mass right. that helps you get up over get things, over pull things. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you just don't have that going on, um, you're really depending on the human engine part of it to yeah. make up the difference. And um, you know, like we'll see, not untypical to see a two one two two combo. Two three in the front, two one in the back, yep. kind of combo that is already kind of starting to push a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say is like when we're talking about wide tread, we're talking generally about a two point three to two point six in the back, yeah, and a two five, two six ish in, in the front, maybe a two four. Yeah, yep. um, a lot of bikes come spacked with a two four, two five front and a two three rear. Yes, it's very common and. Um, and the reason is, is, you know, the thought there is, you know, you put that aggressive, you know, you want that tire to hook up on terrain in the front. And then, you know, your power tire, your rear tire can be a little bit faster rolling. Yep. Because yep. um, you're already over the obstacle at that point for the most part. Your front tire and the most of your bike has cleared it by the time your rear tire gets to it. As long as your rear tire has enough traction, has enough width to it, you know, you can put the power down a little bit more efficiently with and, a little skinnier tire. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I, you know, like we're kind of seeing that more gravitate towards no. hardtails more so than a full suspension bike. Yeah. And I, th- there is a, a, a rider perception that comes, I think hangs over from um, mm-hmm. having hardtail. And now I've got my first full suspension. Well, what I know is this two, one, two, two combo. Now I'm presented with, something that's obviously bigger mm-hmm. also much more bigger lugs aggressively tread yes. patterns 
all designed for better traction. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't have some of those. Like 10 years ago, those options kind of existed, but not really. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, like I'm an older rider. I certainly feel like I have used speed to get through things. And mm-hmm. th- I feel like it's just better. Yeah. <laughs> and more fun. Uh, you know, on a wider <laughs> tread. And the industry is definitely trending to, you know, I mean, I would, it's not standard for sure, but we're seeing a lot more bikes come factory, like 29 by 2.6 front and rear. Yeah. That's, it's a, it's a wide, it's wider than we've ever seen really before. Not counting fat bike. Yeah. And Um, the boost spacing, single ring drivetrains kind of accommodate all that. It's all become kind of a a fit and function. And 27.5 has also kind of niched a little bit to like 27 by 2.8 it's a very common thing you'll see in the spec sheet sure um you know because you're getting that smaller tire but you're also getting the benefits of a bigger contact patch you know because that tire is not going to roll over things as good as a 29 inch tire well let's throw some meteor rubber on there and now you've kind of helped to help one of that tire's weaknesses in direct comparison is it's going to be able to attack terrain a little bit more efficiently and uh, get over stuff. Sure. Well, I think this is one of these hot button topics too, Sam. Like, <laughs> and we would love to hear comments from, from our listeners. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what are you using for tires uh-huh. and why? <laughs> yeah. And we're just kind of curious because we're a little more biased. We're trail, more of a trail ride yep. um, style more than racing. And so we, Sam and I tend to gravitate towards a wide, a wider tire. Sure. I'm a, something that's going to smooth out my ride overall and something that, you know, I can attack terrain and feel confident and comfortable doing that. Yeah. So, and you may not agree with our right. our bias, and we'd love right. to have those comments. For so, sure. um, with that, Sam, I'm going to sign off. I will do the same. Thank you for listening to the Central District Podcast, Episode 7. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.